0: Hello, everybody. Hello.
1: Welcome to the Open Mind Space podcast, or Car Chats, is there? <laughs> now just affectionately known. Today, we are going to talk about manifesting.
0: This is our thing. Like we're we're known for, like uh, maybe yoga and meditation running retreats, but actually, our thing, the thing we do really fucking well, is manifest and teach people how to do that.
1: Yes, yes. And it's not just a, um, in my view, it's not just a, oh, here's this thing that we're going to teach you how to do. We embody it. I feel like we're living examples of it. And if you have followed us, known us for the past few years, uh, you would be witness to what we've manifested in a very short period of time right
0: we were like four years ago we were the new kids on the block and today we are leading
1: the way we have a quite successful decent-sized yoga studio yoga and wellness studio in newcastle and we have a retreat space and we have our dream home And we have a beautiful family unit. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's lots of boxes that have been ticked. And
0: these are the external things. So this is the external payoffs for creating an internal experience or an internal world. Yes. And we are going to explain all of that to
1: you. Yes. So whenever we talk about manifesting, the first thing that pops into my mind is someone... um, A beautiful keyboard warrior. Um, When we first started promoting manifesting, someone commented that uh, manifesting is just for the privileged.
0: Or manifesting is um, using the universe as your own personal vending machine.
1: Neither of which are the case. I'm sure there are many people who teach it and share it like that. Uh And everything that we've just shared are are results of manifesting, Uh um, of which we're very grateful for. However, our focus of manifesting is, as Murray just said, creating an internal world of alignment which everyone has access to. Everyone. It it is not about uh, how much money you have.
0: And let's just stop and pause on the privilege bit. So let's just refer to my story. So you would be all very versed on my previous experience before coming into yoga and the world I am currently in now. Very much not privileged.
1: The privilege you have is you're a white male. Right. That's your privilege. However, you, as a white male, Uh you were in the demographic, a very small percentage demographic of, um, an intense jail sentence in prison. So you had you had a lot going against you that a lot of other white males cannot bounce back from.
0: Yeah. And a, and a lot of people from all demographics don't experience it all. Yeah. Right. So if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think,
1: that's it. I think, that's, I think we can tick, tick a couple of those things.
0: Tick those boxes. All
1: right. So when it comes to manifesting, I love, I was, um, we were listening to Joe Dispenza actually recently. And I love the, the phrase that he used, so I'm going to repeat it. Manifesting, particularly the style that we teach. It's not about finding a car park.
0: Although we will teach you to do that.
1: <laughs> and prepare for shit to get weird. Yeah. So <laughs> prepare for all the coincidences, all the how did that just happen? Why did that just happen? What is going on here? How is this even possible? All of that, that mind-blowing, you couldn't even plan this, is exactly what happens when you get your shit in gear with manifesting.
0: Yeah, when you fully believe that you are worthy of receiving all of these things.
1: And manifesting, I feel, conjures up, especially in kind of as it, as it seeps into the, the mainstream, it can conjure up a lot of um, preconceived ideas. So maybe vision boarding, list writing, uh, sitting around meditating, um, all of which are valuable things but not the process that we use.
0: Yeah. And i also like to touch on, there's um, another person that um, focuses heavily on manifesting and um, forbidden knowledge. Um, What is his name? Billy Carson. Billy Carson. I had Carson. I couldn't remember. Billy Carson. If you understand his backstory, definitely not privileged, yet through the practice of manifesting, using the same tools that, that we practice, you should see the life that he has created where he sits now.
1: Now manifesting, the, the process that we use is simple, like crazy simple. Yep. But it requires discipline. Yep. And that is the part...
0: Commitment and discipline. If you you want to create great change in any area of your life, you you need to be turning up every day. That's it. Holding that vibration, holding that vision, and doing what's necessary every single day to achieve
1: it. You want to get stronger? Show up to your practice every day. That's right. You want to clear your head? Show up to your meditation every day.
0: You want to feel more love? Show up to your practice every day.
1: That's it. So let us break down... I'm also going to, popping into my head, we shared this technique because it, it, it's, it's been a profound change in our life, uh-huh. profound in my life. So this particular technique, a little bit of backstory, I actually channeled. Um, so I was living in Sydney. I was living a life. Uh, I was working in film and TV and it was fulfilling my ego, but it wasn't really fulfilling my soul. Uh, it just felt really empty and it felt like I was chasing Status, um, and I was kind of getting over it, and I knew something had to change. And so, in this kind of transition period, um, I was leading a meditation group for a very small meditation group for um, some close friends in Sydney. We would get together once a week, and this process came through. So, it started there was Step one was channeled one week. And when I got home, Spirit said, write that down. What we just went through, write that down. And then the next week, they said, write that down. And then the third week, they said, write that down. And I was like, okay. And then I went on with my life. I did the change that I had to do in leaving my job and learning yoga and coming back to Newcastle, yada, yada. Um, And when I moved back to Newcastle, Spirit said... Go back to that book. Go back to what you wrote down. And I looked and it was a a step-by-step guide for manifesting. And they're like, right, now make this a workshop and and share it. And that is what I did. That would have been uh, 2017 was when I started sharing the manifesting workshop. And every workshop that we have done since then has been packed, sold out and created ripple effects, created great change, so cool, I can think of, off the top of my head, I can think of um, one of the amazing people in our community, Courtney, who went from working an office job to now with her husband, has her own uh, vocal singing business, and music business, which is her dream, her passion, I remember sitting with her. Being like, I would just absolutely love to teach people to sing and to do music and for music to be my life, but I I don't think that's possible. And now she's in it, doing it, and it's so cool uh-huh. to witness that. And there's there's several other people um, who just when they come to the workshop, they're like, I don't, this is my dream. I don't think it's possible. And, and then that, if,
0: that right there, like as soon as we hear that, we're just like that's nice you're blocking yourself from ever achieving that good job how about we change that and you believe it is possible and you just get it
1: the point I'm making is because we've been doing this for a few years now um, we've actually witnessed people many many people many many people manifest the life that they want to live like uh-huh. we, we've seen that we've seen the whole journey come to fruition yeah. um, so it's not just us it's not just us saying oh we've done this thing and we've created a great life we've witnessed other people who have committed to the practices create this yeah it's so cool and this is the,
0: the thing is um this idea of like there's been some comments thrown around that what we do is use the universe as our own personal vending machine and this is the exact opposite actually to what we teach so The external things that you receive are a byproduct of the technique we teach to create an internal experience. And this is what we're gonna touch on right now.
1: Yeah, so let's let's break it down. Let's do it. Step one. Step one. Find your vibration. Find your vibration, find your feeling. Find your feeling. So what we mean by that is Find what it is that you're actually wanting to align with and break it down. So start with what is it you want.
0: Yeah, if you reverse engineered it and if you envision the perfect life, the perfect house, the perfect job, the perfect car, the perfect partner, if you envision all of that and then experience just notice how that makes you feel and then we bring it back so we remove all the external stuff and then continue to drop into a meditation practice where we connect with that feeling and hone in on it and create more of that feeling that feeling becomes all there is that feeling of you experiencing the perfect life that you can envision which mind you is extremely limited still and then you just hold the vibration of that feeling and go through even a deeper process where you drop under that feeling what's under that feeling what's the feeling under that and then continue that process dropping deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself experiencing the feeling that you can't even describe anymore and allowing that to flood your body and holding that vibration every single day, Mm. then what happens is you're sending out a beacon to the universe. The law of attraction states that it will respond with that vibration and go, "Uh aha, I've got you, I see you, I feel you, and here are all the ways that I can assist you in receiving that feeling.
1: Yeah, so the universe communicates in, in frequency and in vibration and our being in our consciousness that that correlates to emotion Uh so when you can connect with feeling and emotion Uh you are then talking the universe's language and you can open up a dialogue of this is what feels really good in this lifetime and the universe goes great here are all the ways that you can receive that that's right so in that finding that vibration, it's really beautiful to find it. It's really beautiful to meditate on it and connect with it. But then you also need some self-awareness. Where am I blocking it? Right. Where is it leaking out?
0: Here's my dream. I don't think I'll ever achieve it.
1: Yeah. So there's that's nice. There's self-work that comes with it. Once you connect with that vibration, it's okay. Like, hey, what are the self-sabotaging beliefs? What are the habits that you're doing every day, waking up and scrolling your phone straight away so you don't even get the chance to connect to Uh that feeling. You just block it straight away. Uh, What are the conversations you're having? All of that kind of stuff. So there's there's finding the vibration and then kind of doing the little bit of work around it to keep that vibration buzzing in your being. So step one, find your vibration. Yep. Step two conscious decision making Right. so you've got your vibration and your vibration is your beacon it's your compass now you need to be making conscious decisions that align with that vibration so when presented with decisions what sparks that feeling, what enhances that feeling and what diminishes it what shrinks it and sends it away We have a few tools up our sleeves to assist with that conscious decision making. So this is where muscle testing, pendulum, all comes into play so that because the mind gets in the way, the mind still has all the programs going on saying, I'm not worthy, I can't do it, that's too big, that's too scary, that's out of the norm. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. So we use muscle testing and the pendulum to really get a clear answer that it's aligned with that vibration. So find your feeling, stay connected to it, find out what's blocking it, what's limiting it. Two, conscious decision making. Use the tools that you have to make a decision that aligns with that frequency, that vibration, even if it's scary. Three, inspired action taking.
0: It's really lovely to go through all of these processes and then get to the moment where you need to make big decisions in order to step into what the universe has provided for you. And then in that moment, having a knee-jerk reaction, ego takes control, this is too scary, get back in your box. And this is where the external support comes in. So we use the muscle testing as the tool to get the decision on the actions we need to take, but then you actually need to take the scary steps to create the change you want in your life.
1: Yeah, you need to lean into the discomfort. Follow through. You need to take action because it is beautiful to have all of your vision boards. It is beautiful to sit in meditation. It's beautiful to feel the feeling and have, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. But if you don't take action, it doesn't come into your reality. That's right.
0: And then what happens is the universe is there providing you with all of these opportunities for you to step into the life that you want to create. And then if you don't, then the universe is like, hold on. You're not keeping up your end of the bargain. So why should I keep up my end of the bargain?
1: Them's fighting words.
0: Fighting words. Lean the fuck in.
1: So the action taking is... Well, I mean, they're all important steps, but the action taking is the most important step in order for it to become tangible, in order for it to to manifest uh-huh. into your world. It can be sometimes the most intimidating step and often after the action taking, there is a beautiful trust hangover.
0: It can, yeah. We've guided some people actually through this process and that end piece where it's up to them to like take action, take the steps. And in that moment, there's a whole heap of um, fear because the ego wants you to stay in what is known because what is known to the ego is what's safest. So when the time comes to take the step, there's some support that is needed by the people around you and we speak about this in depth in, um, when we teach it. But what can also happen when we take these big le- leaps of faith, what follows that generally the next day that you can wake up with the um, the hangover, <laughs> the trust hangover.
1: And it's little big leaps of faith as well. Sometimes well, we start small. We start small, but sometimes it's really uncomfortable decisions. Like you might be learning and practicing the muscle testing and and starting with like food choices and it it says
0: you shouldn't be drinking six coffees a day
1: (laughs) and then you're kind of like damn it that's (laughs) Uh, you shouldn't
0: be eating all that processed sugar
1: (laughs) the point I'm making is that is that the action taking isn't always these big huge leaps of faith sometimes they're there but sometimes it's a lot of small steps and a lot of small actions Uh that, that lead up to the big result but um they're the three steps. That is how that is how we manifest. That is how we teach manifesting. That is how we break it down to be practical. And we've
0: designed it like this so it's achievable by everyone. And then it's up to the individual what you want to apply it to. So you know, if you're turning up every day and you're getting you know this feedback. The bigger decisions do have to be made by the time this happens. You have. Um, a whole library of experiences where this practice has supported you and then when it comes time to making the bigger decisions the bigger changes in your life you're like yeah actually every time I've done this before I've been supported it's been for my highest good so why would I not do it now
1: yeah and we've definitely had a few moments like that where um when we even right back
0: in the beginning starting the studio That was a wild experience going from both of us like living a really nice, simple life of like you were doing your kinesiology and teaching yoga. I was concreting and teaching yoga. We were just living down on Meriwether Beach, doing literally whatever we wanted, running some full moon ceremonies, full moon uh, meditations. It was a
1: cruisy life, going on little holidays here and there, having the spare cash
0: so it became, the universe showed us that it was time to step in and um, go, go on with it and that we needed our own studio. And when we went through the process of muscle testing all of this, it, we were told that we needed to hand all of our jobs in now, without knowing what was gonna happen next. We needed to end the lease on the place we were staying at in Meriwether and put down a deposit on the building that we're in now and begin the process of opening that studio without. And at that point, we had not one single paying member on our books. Not one. But muscle testing said, yes, do it. Yes, do it. And the consequences of that is that on the first day we opened, we acquired enough members to cover all expenses and a tiny little bit on top. And for anyone that's in the yoga industry or the small big Business industry um, that is unheard of.
1: I'm super grateful.
0: Yeah, like usually you're looking at twelve to twenty four months of you know building, building that platform, building that foundation. And um, because we used this process and we trusted it and we stepped in, then the universe went, "Well done! I'm going to support you." Also, congratulations.
1: So we yeah we. We're in this process. We're not telling you like, oh yeah, go do the scary thing and see what happens. We have done plenty of kind of hold your breath things and peek through one eye and see see what happens. Where well, we could have
0: made it into the glory, or it could have all been taken.
1: And I remember I, when you talk about so you're talking about like action taking, having support of people around you and trusting. Um, we've that is something that we definitely use as well. So when we we had a, um, when we first had the apprentice, our baby, um, we had, we'd we'd done all of our things and we felt like in December, or not felt like, let me start again. (laughs) 2022, I believe it would have been 21. December of 21, we tuned into the feeling. We were really locking in of wanting our home, our, our forever home, our place where we were going to land, our place where Murray was going to oh, yeah, do his permaculture, all of this stuff. And so as we were tuning into that feeling and we we're muscle testing and it was getting really clear that we needed to not renew our lease. So that ended, was ending in November and then... Without that, anywhere to go. Without anywhere to go. So we hadn't found this cool. forever home. And so we'd muscle tested it all. And the
0: people ge- around us were just going, why are you doing this? And you the- have a small child. Why would you
1: want to become homeless? <laughs> oh, oh, that's the point I'm getting to for support. Our muscle testing said, like, stay until, like, extend the lease just a few weeks, stay until December. So I remember ringing up my non, my grandma, and be like, hey, so... This we've, is what we <laughs> We've muscle tested that uh, we need to end our lease, and we're moving out on the sixth of December. And I'm sure something will show. We'll we'll have our our thing by then. And and my nun was like, you know, it takes like six weeks for there to be settlement and all of that. So you kind of need to be finding something now. Like, yeah, yep. Yeah, look, I get it. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm calling for is should. Should it not happen like that? Do you think we could stay at your place for a co- couple of weeks? And what I love about my family is that they're so on board with all, and they've witnessed it so much. She was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. And that is what ended up happening. We handed but out. even a few
0: of them were like, you have a child now. I was like, yeah, it's fine. The universe has got us. So. We were homeless. Well. No,
1: we weren't. We went
0: and stayed with your non.
1: Yeah. But on the the thing is, on the date that we were told to hand in our keys is the date that our property that we live in now put its sign up for sale, and we were able to begin conversations on that date. So it did all happen. We just had to spend a few weeks hanging out with Non, yeah. which she was stoked with, and we were stoked with, and, it, and Non has a beautiful house that we could have stayed in. Um, so it all worked out. It's just in terms of support we kind of we also backed ourselves a little bit of like okay this is what we've been told to do but we're just going to have some contingency so because we have a small child we can't just (laughs) live in in the the car car. (laughs) (laughs) well we could have but it wouldn't have been ideal Um, so we get it the point of that story is we get it we get the little like inhale and hold your breath and this is a bit intimidating Um, but you can do it you can do it with the daily practices consistently showing up and we're telling you all of this because these are, you can totally go and do this. So you find your feeling, you sit with it daily, you do your muscle testing and pendulum testing. Like it's for my highest good to get the answer, take the action. That is the simple, practical manifesting steps. If you want a little bit more support and to dive into it a little further, we have an online course.
0: Online, and we used to run this workshop quite regularly, and we haven't for a while because of the busyness of things.
1: <laughs> um, but the practical guide to manifesting is online, and it breaks down everything. So it kind of go like it guides you through finding your feeling, and then all of the things you need to look at to help maintain and. and hold that vibration it, it breaks it teaches you muscle testing and using the pendulum and then it leads you into like how to do that action taking in an inspired way uh-huh. um, but also now
0: that we have a retreat space
1: this is the dream woo-hoo. we
0: are running a full weekend of manifesting yes
1: the first weekend of august 2023 at sun Kuncha temple come and we will spend the whole weekend not only teaching you but embodying it doing it with you so during that whole weekend we're going to go through the practices we're going to consistently show up and do the practices together so that you get a real time feeling sensation of what this feels like and how you keep it going in your daily life and I am freaking excited to do it because it's just it's not in the workshop, I love the workshop, I love the online course, but it's just like us saying here's the information, now you go do it. And this weekend is going to be like, here's the information, let's do it together.
0: You'll be removed from what is familiar, the daily routines that you usually have put to fully remove from that environment, placed in a new environment where you can fully experience this 100% all the time for a few days. And then take it home.
1: And then prepare for shit to get weird. Yes. Prepare for all the coincidences. Prepare for the synchronicities. Prepare for the how is this even possible. Prepare
0: for the car parks. Prepare for
1: the car parks. (laughs) Don't be surprised if you're like, I always get a park at the front.
0: (laughs) When I ask for it. When
1: I ask for it. It is, yeah, we are so excited. There are only spaces for 14 people. That's it.
0: Some of them are already gone. Some
1: of them are already gone. So there's probably about 10 or so. Uh, And by the time you're hearing this, I don't even know how many there'll be, but if you are curious about it, if you're feeling the call, go online, book in or reach out for a payment plan, whatever you need to do to get there, to create the change. I just, I cannot, I cannot wait because for years we've been teaching this for years, we've been teaching it in just like a few hours or half a day. Mm -hmm. Um, and we get to spend a full weekend just really diving in and embodying it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you there.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Don't hold back.